Hello, everyone, and welcome to the 148th episode of the Poorly Planned Podcast. My name is Benedict. You may know me better as successful YouTuber BHL Hudson. Here we talk about movies, TV shows, a bunch of nonsense. With me, as always, is my friend, co-host, and... Uh, uh, I don't, I don't. Less successful YouTuber. <laughs> and works in the kitchen like my servant, Frederick. <laughs> I'm kidding, of course. That is a very, yeah, very, a very, uh, very just normal job. Just, there's no reason to, uh, to <laughs> oh, meme I it. just, uh, again, as, as we've, as we've established the dream job of being a dishwasher. <laughs> yeah. I mean, nothing wrong with that. How, any, any good dishwashing, <laughs> sounds so condescending. Any good dishwashing <laughs> stories for me? Anything that exciting How's happened? that soap treating you? <laughs> I mean, I, I will say there's, there's actually one story that not to, not to point fingers at my job. So I shan't say who it is. I, I also don't remember the guy's name. So it's, it's fine. Mm. But I was working and there's, there's a bit of a new guy there, right? Who, so the way it's like the way it works is that there's the ser- not the servants, <laughs> there's the waiters, there's, then there's like the kitchen staff slash chefs. And then mm. there's me who's doing like the dish, like washing the dishes and like helping out if they need anything. And I, I deal a lot with, or like, I, I have a lot of communication with the like kitchen staff, right? Because they're like, if they need anything, they'll, they'll let me know. And if they come in and like, they're needing something washed, like quickly, they'll bring that in like, and I need to prioritize that. Anyways, so this guy came in, or like one of the chefs who's a youngish guy, probably like a few years older than us. And you know how like on a on a stove, there's like uh, like the kind of like metal grills on top that you put like the actual pans and stuff, and then underneath there's like the gas coming out. Yeah. So the man brought, uh, he he comes over holding two of those like grills for me to to take. He's like, can you please wash these? Not telling me that. Um, he'd been using them and he was holding the cold sides. So he held out like the burning, like Jason, like sizzling hot sides for me. And I take them and obviously I fucking burn the shit out of my hand. Oh my God. And like drop them and I curse. And he just sits and he just stood there and laughed a bit and then walked out. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> what the fuck? Is this man part of the, what the Tom and Jerry universe of hijink comedy? <laughs> Honestly, it's, it seems, it seems like a... A Tintin-esque stunt that would be pulled on Captain Haddock. <laughs> you were turned into Mr. Dupont and Mr. Dupont. <laughs> exactly. As I became is, the Mr. Dupont. As is the common phrase. Uh, damn, what an asshole. <laughs> as is the common phrase. Yeah, so I was like, what a, what a bastard. Haven't seen him again, though, so I hope either he's doing well or he was fired. So he actually served a burning hot oven thing to um a customer as a dish and they died so yeah he, he won't be going <laughs> yeah, so he, he walked out and started just cutting up this one lady thinking she was the ingredient <laughs> i don't know what he was doing she, she just had that parsnipy look to her um well damn what an <laughs> asshole she just screamed paprika i don't know what to tell you <laughs> and his name was marcus larson no i don't know but <laughs> he just completely just put him out there now for the internet to hate. <laughs> Eyes. Well, on my side of things, I did finally, I'm the one who traveled on this pod. Um, you have been traveling. North Carolina, I went. I traveled to uh, to Raleigh and had just a dandy old time. I think the two uh, pod-worthy mentions are I ate a, a bento box of burgers and sushi, which uh, I'd never tried uh, before. Interesting combo. Yeah, it was called Burgushi, <laughs> which I did find to be an amusing title for a menu. Burgushi. Um, I think the place kind of reminds the- me of something else. I shan't say it, but <laughs> well, Burgushi. I did get a good bite. Mm. 
I don't know if I should. I don't know if I want this clip of me saying you this. You get a good bite of that burgussy. Is that what you're going to say? <laughs> okay, thank you. I appreciate you taking the fall for me there and having that. Uh... I'll take a bullet for, for comedy. <laughs> yeah, it was this place called the Cowfish. Uh, it was surprisingly good. Um, cowfish? I don't know. I, yeah, I, I, I guess it's a fitting name. Yeah, it was a very weird vibe. They had like... I, yeah, I don't know. There are only like two others in the country and they're both in like Universal Studios. <laughs> so like it was a very... Very strange experience, but uh, she just mentioned, like, hey, you want to go to this place where you can get burgers and sushi in the same dish? And I was like, you know what? Win in Raleigh. You know what? Absolutely. <laughs> and the other thing, and I don't know if I should put this out on the on the pod, because I don't know what kind of image it conjures of me, but... Um, <laughs> but I did shoot a man. <laughs> <laughs> I did not shoot a man. I did, however, shoot shoot some targets with some, with some guns, as I was in the South. Now, I'd like God. to be very clear... Um, <laughs> not a big gun guy and i am very much massive disclaimer <laughs> massive disclaimer i am not a uh how do i put this mm, yeah tricky territory here i just say i'm very pro gun control and um okay very much so <laughs> that being said no and that means that i need to control all of them <laughs> That means you should give them all to me. No, um, they're very dangerous, and I, I feel largely unnecessary, which even the dude who we, like, went there to, like, they were his guns, he was like, yeah, no, I probably shouldn't even own these. Like, you know, it's probably not right that a human should own these. And I was like, yeah, in- interesting take, my guy. Um, but, you know, when some, when you're at someone's place and they're like, hey, do you want to go do this? And I've never done that before. I was like, you know what, check that off the bucket list. Why not? And so we went to this, like, gun range and mm-hmm. shot some things and some targets, to be clear. Um, and... <laughs> It was a it was a good time. Again, totally like it's not a thing I need in my life, but just to try it for the first time, it was kind of interesting. I did. Uh, I did. How how was it? Did you feel powerful? Um, I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. Most of like the the fun I had from it was like trying something new for the first time. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't like oh man, I need to do mm-hmm. this every weekend. Like it was like oh this is a cool thing to try, but it de- it genuinely didn't have that much like the thing itself didn't. Yeah. <laughs> didn't do that much for me but I, I did have a big thrill when i did hit on my first try three targets in a row including a small one i did then miss all of the clay pigeons that they threw up there with my like shotgun <laughs> or whatever which was very embarrassing you know how embarrassing it is to yell how cool you think you look when you yell pull and then they shoot the thing and you shoot it but when you've missed two already and then you have to yell pull it, it, it's just not a good look <laughs> in front of like all of them who just like nailed it um but yeah. <laughs> also, I have to say, pull. This, pull, stand, this is the weakest, it. least, least enthusiastic pull. <laughs> pull. <laughs> I will say also, um, as we were driving out there, because it was quite a drive, I was thinking, if for some reason my friend has been plotting to murder me, this would be the perfect plan. Because I just come down to like their place, but, like with no one else. They drive me out to a gun range, and then I was just like, <laughs> if they wanted to kill me. This would be a very cover-up. This would be scenario. the opportune moment. So yeah. But, but here no. you are, so you know that it's a friend for life. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. Uh, interesting stuff. Moving swiftly on. Um, I have seen a picture of you. <laughs> very <laughs> amusing. A giant shotgun. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is. <laughs> it is what it is. It looked threatening. <laughs> it looked like you were on the hunt and being mucho hungry. BHL Hudson, when you come for that. That Marvel money? I don't fucking know. I, I'm sorry. BHL Hutsey hunting for that Burgussy? <laughs> With extreme venom? Um, yeah, no, it was... 
It was interesting. Anyway. Also, can I? Can we just go back to what you just said there? Be <laughs> Hudson, when you come for that Marvel money. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. What's going on here? I was trying to think of something that BHL Hudson would be mad about, but also implying that I would shoot anyone is not a good look. <laughs> so, like, I don't, I don't know if that was the vibe. You're implying you have a lot of Marvel money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Marvel definitely doesn't pay me off to review their films well. Actually, they definitely don't because I have not reviewed like, the last three very well. Um, yeah, it is what it is. Anyway, we're going to move on to the mini reviews. Um,. Ooh. I don't know if we're gonna do a mini topic this week because we don't have a ton of mini reviews and news, but let's just let's just hit it regardless. Um, let's just let's just see what happens. I did in fact watch for my first thing here a little bit of the Crawdaddy. Oh, Crawdaddy! Um, I didn't love the back to back way I said Crawdaddy, and then the sound that came out of your mouth didn't make me very happy. <laughs> Crawdaddy! Oh. <laughs> I, I apologize for getting overexcited. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, Where the Crawdads Sing, which is the uh, film adaptation of a very popular novel. Um, I actually wasn't going to see it. I mean, we, we mentioned it because Crawdaddy, but I was like, eh, this doesn't look that interesting. Um, I, God, the least professional movie reviewers ever. <laughs> the complete nonchalant reasoning. I mentioned it because Crawdaddy. Because, <laughs> you know, there was a line said by Winston Duke in this other movie that we, for some reason, think is really funny. But um, <laughs> but anyway, my family went to see it, so it's like, all right, I'll... I'll grace you with my presence. I guess I'll humor you with my presence. <laughs> and um, it was pretty good. It was... I, I'll be honest, the first half of it is basically about a girl who lives in, like, North Carolina, ironically enough, um, and she shoots people for coming for that Marvel money. No, she lives in the <laughs> marsh. I was right there with you. <laughs> she, um... She lives in the marsh, and basically everyone in the town hates her, and like, oh, you're a freak, you marsh girl, or whatever, and then um, her, like, a guy she knows dies, and then they all think she did it, and then she has to, like, defend herself, but also you get flashbacks of, like, her life and her abusive family and whatnot, and it's, it's basically like a, a classic novel drama, um, mm-hmm. and the, the first half of it was kind of pretty bad, in my opinion, it was sort of... Have you ever seen a movie based on a book where it has... The dialogue feels like it's from a book? Do you know what I mean? Where, like, you I could, do know you you mean, could yeah. read it where in your head? Little, like, you can read it and it, it makes sense, but it, it's a little little clunky. Yeah, when, when you say it out loud, it feels not very natural. And apparently it's stuck very closely to the book, which is, like, fair enough. That's good for, like, an adaptation, I guess. But it did also sometimes feel like, hmm... Like, I can see how this... I even mentioned a line to someone who I know had read the book, and she was like, oh my god, that's such a good part of the book. And I was like, yeah, and it was like the worst part of the movie, where there, there's a part where the main <laughs> character in a flashback, as she was like a little girl, she's like very sad because her family's abandoned her, and she goes out into the marsh on the boat all by herself, and she just like stands up and yells, damn you all for leaving me! And I was like, hmm, like, I can imagine that looking mm. good in a book. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I'm not gonna criticize, like, child acting because it is what it is um but just that moment was sort of funny um but the rest of the movie kind of picks up a bit it has a bit of a you know interesting backstory and interesting mystery and whatever and i will say the twist at the end did uh which apparently Mm -hmm. you know most people know because they've read the book but i had no idea going in 
I did think it was very, <laughs> very well done, despite the fact that I actually didn't get it at first, which is very embarrassing, because it's, like, the whole point <laughs> of the movie. And then we walked out of it, and I was okay, like, oh, I so see. so this happened. And then my family's like, what is wrong with you? No, the entire point was at the exact opposite of what you just said happened. I was like, oh, that makes a lot more sense. That is actually much more oh. interesting, yes. <laughs> tell me, tell me, tell me. Okay, Spoilers spoiler alert. For- the crawdaddy spoilers for the crawdaddy basically um so this guy has died and they sort of set it up a little bit as if her like lover who like the really good guy who she ends up with at the end he did it like out of like a jealous revenge because the guy who died was like really abusive and horrible and like the worst um and so it's kind of set up that he did it but then at the end it's revealed that the whole time she actually did murder him. It was her the whole time. So it like adds this. Oh, it adds this. It adds this like very interesting. Okay, and at the end, she gives a speech about how like sometimes the prey have to become the predator because he was like hunting her down. Like he was going to like kill her or kidnap her or something. And so like it does make sense. But it also it, it like you can understand it. And you also like he was terrible. So it's like, you know, could he could he fucking. Mm-hmm. But also it adds this sort of almost like scary side to her like almost like a i don't know and it, it, it adds a lot more interesting layers and it relates to her backstory and whatnot um and it's it's a, yeah it actually ties the whole film together in a really cool way but then i walked out of it and i was like so it was her boyfriend who killed him <laughs> like no what is wrong with you <laughs> walked out so the only thing i got from this movie is that she definitely <laughs> did not kill him. so he definitely killed himself it was actually none of them who killed him it's like yeah, because at the end, they do it really well, too. It's like... I just imagine your family do, does the fucking... Because <laughs> they, oh like, they show it visually in a really, like, clever way, and it's just just very well done. I, it just... I don't know why. It just completely went over my head, and I'm like, oh, that's the most embarrassing post-movie conversation. Well, how, how, how can the reveal go over your head? How did they reveal it? So she, like, basically the guy who died had this seashell necklace she gave him, and then... Um, a big oh point. Oh my goodness! Was... Are you the crotch? <laughs> yeah, actually, by the way, terrible <laughs> irony there in my new seashell necklace. But then, um, she then the whole one of the main things in the court trial was like, well, he wasn't ha- he didn't have a seashell necklace on. He always wore it, and like they were like, well, we couldn't find it in her house, so like someone else must have taken it. And then the end, it flashes forward to when they're like old people, and she dies, and her husband of like fifty years, he finds the seashell necklace in her books. Showing that she actually took it Ooh. when she murdered him. Again, very well done, actually, very clever. And it's just I, I completely, <laughs> I completely fucked it up. I was just like, oh, that's interesting. You found that that necklace. That's that's kind of cool. Anyway, oh, he found that necklace that he that he killed the guy. Yeah, for. He, he looks so surprised considering he's the one who killed him. Very weird. Anyway, what a you know an okay movie. Got him in. But anyway, uh, yeah, God, that fucking me. It was it was it was it was an okay movie overall. Um, good twist that I definitely got. <laughs> well, interesting. Well, Shame I'm happy that the, the mystery of the crawdaddy has been revealed. Yeah. Um, yeah. Very good. All right. So I've only got two. I will, I'll start off with one that I think, I don't know if you'll be excited about, but at mm. least something I, I have done that I want to tell you about is that I have, since we last spoke, watched almost two seasons of Better Call Saul. Mm, sir. No. (laughs) 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 Just explode. (laughs) Spontaneous becomes the (laughs) Bergussi. Why would you say that? You know I have to bleep that. (laughs) Oh my goodness! Do you have to bleep it? I mean, I'll I'll bleep the cum part. I mean, I'll I'll leave the Bergussi. I guess. (laughs) Wait, what? I didn't say come part. I said becomes. Oh, I thought... 
I thought you said spontaneously comes in the pregussi, and I was like, you know, I can't have that. But now, now I have to leave it in. Now I have to to explain myself. And now I'm the one who said it, so I'm the bad guy. <laughs> God, <laughs> terrible misunderstanding. What? I just, I just. <laughs> oh God, I gotta censor the cum part now, you animal. <laughs> just projecting. <laughs> completely projecting just got no clue what you're on about dude nasty (laughs) anyway this is taken way too far of a turn we are 20 back to (laughs) we are adults (laughs) Jesus Um, we are taxpayers I'll have you know (laughs) better call Saul Let's go. I'm, why would yeah. I not be excited about that? That's fucking awesome. But yeah, it's, it's I mean, I, I knew he'd be excited, but I was like, will he be happy? Will he not beat me anymore? <laughs> well, I finally earned the approval of BHL Hudson. God, it's been decades of me searching for him. <laughs> well, what'd you but think? Anyways, yes, I I really, really like it so far. Yeah. Like, I'll say, I've, I've, I have been, like, semi-binging it, right? And mm. I find it... A little bit of a tough show to binge because it's not the most fast paced, at least here in the beginning, right? Yes, yeah. So like, I'll I'll watch an episode or two and be like, okay, I need I need a little break. Then I'll then I'll watch a chunks video and then I'll be ready to hop back on. <laughs> oh goodness, okay. Um, I don't know what to do with that <laughs> oh, information. Goodness. I'll watch a chunks <laughs> video and then and then more Saul. Very parallel pieces of yeah. content. Um, I yeah, very similar content. I'll say, I despise chuck with a burning passion god mm. damn yes there he is, is a... just f- god i want to like i've never wanted to kill an old person but <laughs> oh <my God>. um <laughs> yeah jesus christ he's just the worst he's such a terrible person to him like i know he's like he's all like i mean again this might change later on who knows but like as of season two episode five the man is an asshole yeah um he's a he's an uppity douche in my opinion that was the the casting call they put out uppity douche to play chuck (laughs) mcgill (laughs) apart from just hating him i i really really like it i think the lawyer stuff's interesting i think it's fun to see like how slippin jimmy was uh you know he's a bit of a bit of a con artist but then um he's 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 kind of like i don't know had a an awake not an awakening but you know like he he's, he's kind of like turned his life around he's actually like a pretty good lawyer but i i also enjoy the fact that he is still like he's pulling he's pulling some some dirty cards out of his sleeve you know mm. uh to like try and get what he wants and it just, it just makes it compelling and i i enjoy the ermine trout the ermine trout is especially early on quite a quite a nutty addition it's, it's yeah he's, he's very very nutty I, I just saw the scene where spoilers um where he is like he uh, bumps into Tuco's car and he just stands mm. and lets him beat the shit out of him until the police come. Yes, like, yeah, damn, a classic, a classic nice. Mike move. Classic Mike move. Um, and yeah, like I think I think uh, they. Whilst I would like a bit more of the cartel stuff, like early on, I think it's a, like they do a good balance of like tying the two stories together and and stuff like that. Um, mm. So overall very positive experience so far fuck yeah i'm so happy you're watching it honestly it's uh and then oh my god if you if you keep on this trajectory we'll be able to talk about what's happening in these final episodes soon which i desperately need to talk to someone about because it is it's tearing me up a bit but yeah um i think yeah in terms of cartel stuff it definitely picks up a lot around season three um 
where mm-hmm. I mean I don't think it's a it's not a spoiler I won't I won't say it but you know certain I characters mean, I, I'm, I'm guessing I'm guessing he gets he gets very involved well uh, yeah it's a, it's a you'll see what happens but yeah there's there's more cartel stuff um, as it goes and yeah and and the Chuck is is a, a very big douche at the time there I mean he kind of always is but there's it does a very good job as you'll see of like weaving this character relationship that they have into this uh, yeah i think i was thinking about it in the same way that breaking bad has that um you know how walter goes from like super sort of mild-mannered science teacher to like evil meth kingpin um Mm -hmm. better call saul and this isn't a spoiler because like it ends up with you know he's gonna it's a prequel, so it ends with him, how he becomes Saul from Breaking Bad. Um, yeah. And, the like, the journey goes from where you meet him at the start to, you know, when we meet him in Breaking Bad. I think it's equally as well done as the Breaking Bad journey. I know there are, like, a lot of... It's kind of a meme now because it's really cringy when people are like, this is the exact moment that Walter White became Heisenberg, and this is the exact moment that Jimmy McGill became Saul Goodman and whatnot. But, like, it is really some of the best character progression writing I've ever mm-hmm. seen. And yeah, just, just really clever writing in general, just insane show. And yeah, the last episode is coming up next week and the last few episodes have been, whew, yeah, I won't spoil, but just been very. Ooh. So, so it's, it's, it's an episode coming out each week or what? Yeah. And the last episode comes out next week Ooh. of the whole show. And it has been of the whole show, a very intense I mean, kind of final stretch I here. I don't want to, I don't want to say anything, but if I crunch, we might be able to do a little topical pod on oh. uh, on Better Call Saul. Oh, you wouldn't! Ooh, I would be very on board for that. Um, yeah, we, yeah we I mean, go. it's only been like three or four days since I started, and I'm already like, damn. All right, so like, and we we could go we in might depth. be able to, to hit it. We can go. We in could depth. do a full app, dude. Ooh, I like the sound of that a lot. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, okay, Better Call Saul, very happy you're on board, good stuff. I kind of, I'll be honest, I kind of want to save Thor Love and Thunder discussion for when we've both seen it, whenever that would be, um, okay. because, like, I have made my review, so people know my thoughts on it, and I think it'd be more interesting to have a discussion. um, mm-hmm. so I, I will... Yeah, I, I don't know when that will be, it'll no, probably yeah. first be in, in quite a while. It could be in, like, November if, if or something. If you're up first, <laughs> it'll probably be next year, March. <laughs> But, yeah, I, I, th- I feel like it'd be better to, uh, to hit a little discussiono. Um, but in the meantime, I will say my last one. You're goddamn right I'm still watching The Great British Bake Off. And um, I have to say, <laughs> I am way too invested. And I get so angry when they send home the wrong person. Because they do it, like, every freaking week. They send home... They, who? Hmm. This is, this is something I'm very passionate about. Okay, go. They, go. An they, angry BHL Hudson rant. They have these three challenges, right? They have the, um, oh, fuck, now I can't even remember. The, speci- the special, maybe? The technical and the showstopper. And these three challenges, okay. they, they each comprise an episode. And at the end of the episode, someone's a star baker and someone gets sent home. And it's three challenges. So they, they should be equally distributed over the quality of the three challenges. But they only ever send home the people who did poorly in the final challenge. They completely disregard the first two. It's such horseshit. Last episode, 
Alice, she got last place in the technical. Rosie got first place in the technical. Guess who went home? Rosie went home. Alice won Star Baker just because they did well and poorly in the final challenge. It's bullshit. It's rigged. The whole system is rigged. <laughs> oh my god. I can't. Ooh. Hmm. It, it, I, I, oh my god. Ooh. I won't lie. This is not a joke. I've never seen you like this. <laughs> That is, that is, uh, yeah. No, that's fair. Which, honestly, I think is a good thing, but concerning that it's coming up now and not, like, at, I don't know, like, the murder of a family member or something when this anger should be coming out, but, um... I mean, I hope, I hope you don't have to go through the murder of family <laughs> I wasn't saying that I want that to happen. I was just saying, I feel like it'd be a more... You, word for word said, it's disturbing that it's happening now and not when a family member dies. <laughs> Implying that that will happen in the near future. <laughs> this anger. Or it has happened. It's kind of misplaced at the Great British Bake Off. But it's just, it's so frustrating because it's such a delightful, beautiful show. But then they just, they don't follow their own but rules. But they do Alice dirty. But they, no, they do Alice right. They do Rosie dirty. Rosie was the best. Oh, Rosie right. was Sorry, so nice. Rosie. <sighs> They're all lovely. It's just, it's just, I'm just saying on the merit of cake making ability... Alice did mediocre in the first challenge, last in the middle challenge, and very well in the last challenge. Rosie did well in the first challenge, placed first in the second challenge, and did poorly in the last challenge, and they sent Rosie home. Mathematically, it makes no sense. Anyway, otherwise, how about the middleman? Who's the middleman? Uh, well, there were two others, and uh, David, I quite like. He's a cool, he's a cool cucumber, and. I don't remember who the last one was. Oh um, anyway. The Great British Bake Off is turning you into something very strange. Just a, an old white lady from <laughs> Lancaster? Uh, yeah. I, I, I imagine you watch it whilst you knit. <laughs> Honestly. Oh, by the way, I just want to say, I asked Yassine if he'd watch it, and I genuinely said, like, this show is perfect for you. Do you not agree Yassine would love The Great British Bake Off? It is a very Yassine show, it in fairness, is. I will say. And I'm ashamed I have I just hope that, he, that, that you and him don't sit and watch it together and start calling the members cool cucumbers. <laughs> also, fun fact, they did that a... That uh, would be a strange dynamic. <laughs> they did a celebrity bake off, and KSI was on it, weirdly. Um, and it was actually pretty funny. Um, so okay. go check I've, that I've, on YouTube. I've, I've seen, I've seen some of the celebrity bake-off scenes with, um, there's this one blonde guy, he's kind of young, I don't know, like, maybe late 20s slash 30. He's, oh, what's his name? But he's, he's very, very funny. He's, like, a very, like, sarcastic guy, like, and very, like, ironic. Mm. I don't know if you've seen it, the clip, it's, like, a guy, I've, what's his name? James Acaster, I think, is that his name? I'm unfamiliar with who you're referring to. Uh, well, anyway, it's like, it's, the the cliff goes, he makes a complete mess of the cake. Like, it's the worst day I've ever fucking seen him bake off, right? And then the judges are like, so what, what happened here? He goes, started baking it, had a meltdown, bon appetit. <laughs> yes, I have seen that meme, yeah. That is, uh... Yeah, that's, so that's, that's that guy. I've seen, I've seen that. Like, I've seen a few of the celebrity bake-off uh, scenes. And it seems very delightful. Is the guy, you know, like, the guy with the long black hair and, like, eyeliner, is he mm. a constant judge there? Well, he's, he's like, a host who kind of just goes around making... He's, like, a stand-up comedian. He just goes around, like, making jokes. And he is so, uh, so delightful. Like, the whole gang is just so lovely. It's, uh... <laughs> yeah. No. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We should move on before this. Uh, before people stop you listening. You are an old white lady now. <laughs> um, yeah. I feel like this is a very Winston moment where I think 
uh, Nick says, if you unzipped your body and an old white woman popped up, I would not be surprised. <laughs> um, <laughs> that is scarily accurate for what I'm <laughs> sensing right now. Anyway, we're going to move on to some, some man news, some really manly man news, of course. Um, mm. oh, God. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> now, Bake Off God. is also very manly. I want to talk about Bake Off for hours. <laughs> um, we're going to move on to some newsums. And first of all, we have we have a, a bit of a crazy news story here that was from last week, but I, I saved it for this week. Uh, okay. A Drago spinoff is being made Ooh, from the Rocky what? franchise starring your boy, oh, Big Nasty. I, I thought it was a Carl... Drago from Game of Thrones spinoff. I'm uh, very excited. No, 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 that would that would be also pretty cool, I guess. Um, um, Drago, I see. Featuring Big Nasty. Yeah, uh, featuring Big Nasty and Dolph Lundgren. And you know what? I'm on board. I have to say I'm on board. I did like I mean, them as characters in the last one. Um, I like them as characters, but I won't lie. I've heard more interesting news in the I mean, last that's few days than that. That's fair. I... I mean, yeah, it's not like I was, like, demanding it, but we did also say if we could get a Drago Creed team-up movie, that'd be pretty epic. It doesn't seem like that's gonna happen. That would be kind of epic. This is the closest next best thing. I'll take it. <laughs> you know who does not think this is cool news? <gasps> Sylvester Rocky. Stallone went off Ooh. on a mad one on his Instagram. Um, and... Really? I think it comes from a place of genuine care for this franchise, and he doesn't... I, I'll be honest, I did not know Stallone was not in a good place with the Rocky films. Like, I know he's not going to be in Creed 3, so I was like, okay, he probably doesn't want to do too much more. But, like, I didn't think there was that much uh, animosity. But here we have, and I'm just going to oh, redo this quote, and um, I guess I'll just yell what's in capital letters. Um, <clears throat> Another heartbreaker. Just found this out. Once again, this pathetic 94-year-old producer and his... <laughs> Moronic, useless vulture children, Charles and David, oh are once again picking clean the bones of another wonderful character I created without even telling me. I apologize to the fans. I never wanted Rocky characters to be exploited by these parasites. By the way, I have nothing but respect for Dolph, but I wish he had told me what was going on behind my back. Keep your real friends close. Ooh. Oh my god. And, um, what the hell? We do have a response from Dolph. Ooh, the drama continues. Oh, Sip the tea. Um, Dolph says, Just to set the record straight regarding a possible Drago spinoff, there's no approved script, no deals in place, no director, and I was personally under the impression that my friend Sly Stallone was involved as a producer or even as an actor. There was a press leak last week, which was unfortunate, in touch with Mr. Balboa, just so all the fans can relax. There you go. Okay. So what the hell? Why is Dolph Dolph is being way too nice about it? <laughs> I won't lie. I think I I'm kind of honestly kind of dumbfounded. That's fucking that's so strange. Like of all the things I expected to hear, I was not expecting to hear a Stallone rant when I started this podcast. Yeah. Um I, I don't like, know. this episode. Like what the hell? It's I mean, I I won't lie. I get where he's coming like I, you can have an opinion that a franchise shouldn't be continued. That's fine. But, I mean, I think he's being a little bit overdramatic, isn't he? I mean, uh, yeah. Def- I mean, he did call him this, like, 94-year-old producer and his vulture children, which isn't, like, ideal, but... Vulture children, I mean, I think not I can kind what of you want to be known as. <laughs> if you, like, make one of the most iconic film franchises, like, 
40 years ago, 50 years ago now, Jesus. And like, and then people are still making stuff and they aren't like telling you about it and whatnot. Like I can understand the anger. And also we forget, you know, Stallone, we know him as like a lovely Rocky man. He's also, he isn't Rocky in real life. Like he is also, <laughs> he was also in the Expendables, lest we forget. So he makes some poor life choices. Mm, this is true. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I love Stallone, but you know, he's, I can kind of imagine him getting a little angry about it. I can, I can sort of understand, but also, yeah, I was just, I was also very surprised because I thought, no, I mean, I, I can understand do this publicly, his you know anger. I mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I can understand the anger and and stuff like that and feeling, I mean, betrayed is, is, a, is a strong word for it, but like a little bit betrayed and stuff like that. But yeah, to do it publicly and really like, because I think if, if, if he's doing this as publicly as he's done and as harshly as he's done, the project's bound to at least have a tough going from the get-go, which I guess is what he wanted to do, but like, it's a little bit... A little bit tough on on Dolph if if he's his friend as well, and clearly Dolph didn't. Also, <laughs> there's something funny about saying the word Dolph. It's just I don't know. Anyways, go. Dolph and Big Nasty. Yeah, poor Big Nasty. Dolph. You don't want Big Nasty to work. Yeah, like he. I mean, Dolph is probably sitting there in crippling debt, and this was his one paycheck <laughs> chance. And I think I think it's maybe. I would like to think Dolph Lundgren, famous movie star, isn't in crippling debt, but. Oh, just like average debt. <laughs> just, just average debt. Um, but yeah, I mean, so, you know, it is what it is. Um, Stallone. By the way, real quick, non-movie news, but just related in like the Rocky sense of things. Um, <laughs> sorry, what a weird sound I just made. <laughs> uh, there was just an announcement of a boxing fight, Eubank Jr. versus Ben. And I just want to put this out there. This is like a real-life Creed two situation, which I think is pretty crazy, where Eubank and Ben's dads were two of the best British boxers in, like, the 90s, and they fought 30 uh-huh. years ago in two crazy huge fights where one of them ended in a knockout and the second one ended in a draw, and now 30 years later, their sons are going to fight each other, and that's just kind of... Ooh. And their sons are also both, like, very good boxers in their own right. Like, I heard about this just from like their perspective and then i learned about the whole backstory so just an exciting thing if you're interested in that kind of kind of storyline that, sort is, of that thing. is yeah very topical as well just talking about creed and then very topical you, you say eubank versus eubank versus ben yeah good uh versus good, ben. Good british crash. i mean eubank sounds like a very cool <laughs> like fighter name and then you got ben <laughs> like a newspaper boy <laughs> Then you have it's Eubank Jr. versus Timmy. <laughs> it's Eubank Jr. <laughs> What's another versus Peter? Carl. Uh, <laughs> it's just in a really small font on the poster. Uh, very topical. Speaking of Dolph Lundgren's non-debt and millions of dollars he presumably has. Um, Hopefully. We now go on to. Did you see the trailer for Triangle of Sadness? I did not. No, you didn't see the Woody Harrelson poop and vomit movie, which is what we will call it from now on. <laughs> I sadly did not see the poop and vomit Harrelson. Uh, so it looks, we talked about this a while back when it was first screened at, I, th- I guess, Cannes. Um, it is a satire of wealth, it looks like, or like wealthy rich people, as opposed to not wealthy rich people. Where they're like, <laughs> I'm a poor rich person. <laughs> <laughs> they're a bunch of rich people and models on like a boat, on like a cruise ship or something. 
and then okay. things start going wrong, and things are kind of weird. I mean, the trailer doesn't give a lot away. It's more about, like, the tone, but there's a lot of uh, poop and vomit involved just in the trailer, which I can only imagine how much there is in the film. And Woody Harrelson is a nutty captain. Um, and, <laughs> yeah, it looks... Uh, I mean, a nutty captain. <laughs> because we heard all these like things about it, and because uh, I think the director's uh, very good. I can't remember who it is. Like, I am excited for it because I think it'll be a very like interesting, well done, weird movie. If I hadn't heard anything about mm-hmm. it, I would think like, what the fuck is this? But um, <laughs> apparently, it's really good. So I guess we're excited for some some Harrelson shithousery pun, very much intended. Ooh, pun very intended. I see. Are you excited for? I honestly, yeah. I, hmm, I, I love every, I, I mean, not every, but I love Woody in most things. Mm. So this, especially, you, you say it's a, the one where he fights monkeys. <laughs> you say it's a well done movie. So, I mean, I can't imagine a movie in which Woody Harrelson's in, in which there's also tons of vomit and shitting that can be taken seriously, but. Well, no, no, I it's like a comedy. It is a comedy. Okay. 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 I see. Um, <laughs> honestly, weird. <laughs> it's a very straight-laced drama. It's a sequel to <laughs> it's Spencer, a Ma- Manchester to the Sea kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, God, it's just about like the horrible effects of diarrhea. <laughs> Moving swiftly on, another very weird piece of news. This is a, this is this week's weird news week. I have to say, um, so it starts out pretty normal. Doug Lyman, who I believe made Edge of Tomorrow. Um, is making a Roadhouse remake with Jake Gyllenhaal. Roadhouse is like an 80s movie starring, I think, Kurt Russell. And he, you know, went into... I have never seen it. I know, like, very little about it. But, like, he went into bars I've, and... I've heard, I've, heard, I've heard the name Roadhouse, but I've got no clue what it's about, yeah. You know, he punched people or whatever. I don't know. I don't know anything about Roadhouse. The weird thing about this is <laughs> in a major role in this film, you know who will be starring? Ooh, give me a hint. Um, it's the last person you think of. I'll, I'll say he's a man who enjoys a good whiskey. Is it Conor McGregor? It is, in fact, the notorious Conor McGregor making his film debut, <laughs> which is... That's so strange. Very confusing. Um, and it will apparently be a major role, not like a Francis Ngannou in Fast and Furious 9, but like a... <laughs> a major role in this Hollywood 80s remake. So, strange choice. Very weird. Um, well, uh, is he, what, playing the main character or what's happening? No, so Gyllenhaal will be the main character, I guess. But, I I mean, he could be, like, a villain, maybe. Um, he has sort of <laughs> villain energy. Um, I, I don't... I mean, Interesting. MMA fighters have done... Here's the thing. Acting. I imagine... I, I imagine... I mean, first of all, I don't imagine he's a brilliant actor. No. Second of all... I think he, I think he would be probably one of the easiest people to work with if it was, like a small Francis Ngannou esque role. Because I think he'd be so excited to be on board, like yeah. the movie, and be like, oh yeah, 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 whatever. Like I think, I think Jane, his best side would come out there. Like I think it would be a like it was just like a week shoot of him doing a few things. I think he would, like, be every every director's dream because it's like, oh, you're dealing with a with a famous celebrity, and he's he's he. I don't know. Like there's something about him that makes me feel like. If it's just like a short role in a big movie, he would be very like uh, cooperative. Exactly. But I think if you're giving the man a major role and he's having to go through like months of filming, I don't know. I I I would be scared as a director. I think he's. Uh, I feel like he could snap. 
Yeah, um, not the most, like, stable man, I think it's fair to say. Not the most, I don't, when I think of reliable, I don't think Conor McGregor. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> no, in any sense, either from a stability perspective or a wins in the UFC perspective. Um, I mean, on him. he <laughs> bloody got that man who's achieved more than I will ever achieve in my entire life. Um, <laughs> I think so, so sad. Yeah, like I mean, MMA fighters have done acting. Like Michael Bisping does acting now, and um, I'm not gonna write him off completely. But it is. I don't imagine him. Yeah, being a very good actor or super easy to command on a set. Like, yeah. like as a director, kind of yeah, has like, to. As, as I said, like if it, if yeah, if you. It was a small role, and, like, he's coming in as, like, very obvious, as, like, in Ganu also was, like, a kind of a famous appearance, right? Mm. Then I think he'd be easy to to manage. But I think, yeah, I think he's going to be like, why the fuck would I do that? <laughs> your, your wife's in mediums. Yeah, and you also, know? just from like, a... Go off, go off on a rant. A combat sport perspective, he keeps talking about coming back to the UFC in, like, January, and that he's, like, only focused on that, but it's like... But you're filming Roadhouse with Jake Gyllenhaal. How can you be focused on that? <laughs> so, but you're, but you're with Jakey Boy. <laughs> a very interesting choice. I don't, I don't know what to make of it. To be honest, we do have. Okay, yeah, pretty huge news actually. Um, the Batgirl movie has been completely canceled after like they started filming it. I think. Um, See, I saw I saw some of this on Instagram, and but I, I don't know why. Why has it been canceled? So I believe it was. Uh, let's see. Yeah, even though it was close to being finished, this is from Empire. Uh, most of it appears to be victim of cost cutting by Warner Brothers new owners Discovery. Uh, yeah, so there's a whole. I mean, there's a whole thing going on with Warner Brothers right now because they paired up or were acquired or whatever by Discovery, and so like they're merging HBO Max with that and. Just a bunch of, like, weird shit. I just saw, like, headlines, and I'm like, damn, this does not look good <laughs> from this perspective. That does not sound good for, for Warners. Um, but, yeah, I mean, look, I, I didn't, like, I'm not going to act like I was, like, crazy hyped for this. I thought it looked interesting in the fact that I think Leslie Grace is a good choice for Batgirl. Uh, it was going to have Brendan Fraser as, uh, the, as Firefly and Michael Keaton as Batman. So, like, it had interesting elements to it, and it was clearly, like, a big yeah. production, and it was directed by the <laughs> the Bad Boys for Life and Ms. Marvel duo. Slightly, uh, not sure about that one, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> Might have been a good cancellation, no, this one. But it's just, it's just crazy. I don't remember the last time a movie was this far finished and just canceled. Even, um, New Mutants, which was, like, the biggest disaster of, like, release and, like, production ever, it's still released, even though it was, like, this weird hybrid cut, like sort of thrown yeah. together thing at the end. I mean, they yeah, just it put seems it out. like, of all things to cut, it seems like one of their movies that people would be more hyped for than than others. Yeah. Right. So, so it, it's it's a bit of a strange cut because obviously I think at least on Instagram I've seen like a lot of, I mean not backlash, but you know like a lot of like set uh, like people complaining or being like bummed out about the fact that it's been canceled, which I. I reckon zero people would have been if the New Mutants were was was inevitably cancelled. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. I I I think it's an odd choice. I mean, obviously, it is like business dealings and you know, sort of the less um, imaginative side of film, like the sort of boardroom people, whatever. But mm-hmm. yeah, pretty pretty wild. I, and it also just sucks. I mean, like for people who wanted to see it, for the people involved. 
Yeah. Like, imagine you make a whole movie and then it just doesn't come out. Like, damn. You said they already started filming. Damn, that's uh. It said it was close to finishing. Yeah. So like. That's that's what we call a a, a fat L in in <laughs> in the books of, of Warner. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, we would say a fat L for the Warner, not the uh, <laughs> not a fat L for the for the people who put their hard work into it. I mean, I guess it is hell, <laughs> no, but no, not, I mean, like, of their fault. <laughs> We're going to move on to some uh, better news, question mark? Some Jokums news? Do you want to hear about Joker 2? Ooh, I would love to hear some Jokums. Uh, so it has basically been confirmed. Lady Gaga is coming in, um, and it will release on October 4th, 2024. And Zazie Beats is apparently in talks to return, who was his neighbor friend person. Zazie Beats. From Deadpool I, I, to I Domino. Joker. Oh, okay. Ah, um, uh, right. Okay, gotcha. Anyway, yeah, well, I guess I won't spoil it, because I was going to say, did she die in the end? But I guess she didn't. Maybe she did. Who knows? Um, well, there's there's never like a way to find it's out. It's not a prequel that's happening. Not, it wouldn't be a prequel. No. He wasn't um, Joker before. So, yeah, we've talked about it before. Lady Gaga's Harley Quinn. Cool. Cool stuff. Cool beats. Not bad. Yeah, I, uh, apart from Margot Robbie, I honestly think she'd probably be the best choice for it. Yeah. I uh, I don't disagree. Do we do the Ezra Miller news? I don't know if we do the Ezra Miller news. We said we'd stop. <laughs> I was literally just about to joke before where he's like, do you want to hear something? I was like, oh, is it going to be Ezra Miller stuff? <laughs> There's... I think we absolutely have to do it. <sighs> Fuck it. Um, Ezra Miller charged with felony burglary for allegedly stealing alcohol in Vermont. Um... Oh, he's moved from, from Hawaii. I see. <laughs> I did see a funny meme that was like, when you see Ezra Miller in a headline and know it will be followed up by the most bone-chilling sentence you've ever heard. <laughs> um, so, apparently, he I mean, took bottles of alcohol, this from Variety, the other thing was from Yahoo, from uh, residents while the homeowners were not present. Um, they charged him with felony burglary, and I don't know if this is linked to the to the person he was housing it says something like that and later in the article i don't know he's it's been charged with felony burglary is the only thing i'm gonna say with certainty oh, here um, I, w- I wish we didn't know all about like his you know like obvious like serious issues and stuff like that and we could just still joke about the fact that ezra miller is just robbing places but I mean, we can't yeah yeah it would be it would be <laughs> not that we think anyone should commit any crimes for our amusement but it would be more easy to joke about if it's like oh my god Ezra Miller keeps doing like smaller crimes where it's like oh he sort of like he punched someone or he he stole some liquor or whatever but then there's also the more weird serious stuff coming out so I don't know what to make of it um I guess it doesn't matter what I make of it but crazy what I mean what the what is happening? I don't know what what's, is happening. What's happening? This is one of the strangest, like, downfalls <laughs> it, it, Honestly, it's becoming actor. a bit of a parody at this point that every other week there's a new Ezra Miller story. Also, I don't know how the judicial system works, but if he commits this many crimes <laughs> this close <laughs> together in range, <laughs> is the man not supposed to be locked up? I mean, yeah, at a certain point. All right, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, I can. Oh, okay, sorry, I'm getting another call. Um, yeah, I mean, at a certain point, how many headlines can we see about felonies? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. Strange stuff. We continue, I guess, unfortunately, with the Ezra Miller saga. I don't know what to make of it. Um, obviously not good, though. Not not, uh, not a good dude. I guess I can make that much of it. Anyway, moving on to um, 
Eternals 2 is happening. Last piece of news here, um, according to Patton Oswalt. Uh, <laughs> also, sorry, I just I just thought back and I completely forgot the the Joker part and I and I thought you said do you want to move on to some good news and then you said the Astro Miller story. Oh no, did I? <laughs> no, 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 no. I I just like forgot we talked about Joker. So like in my mind, it sounded oh. like you were talking about. <laughs> Ezra Miller robbing a liquor store. <laughs> also, he robbed a house, not a liquor store. Let's be very clear. Anyway, Eternals uh, Two course. apparently is happening. Do you care? Are you excited? I mean, now that we can't see the big baby, why would I care? Is he not in it? Did he die? <laughs> yes. What? When did he die? How did he, he die? died? He gets like, <laughs> for lack of a better word, the life sucked out of him. <laughs> Damn, he really got the soul sucked out of that body of his? Mm. Gilgamesh got gawked, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a terrible meme where it'd just be like, impact font. Gilgamesh got gawked. Um, damn, okay, well yeah, what is the point then? Um, well yeah, I boo. mean, Icarus is dead, Gilgamesh is gone, the little annoying child is... I mean, I guess Wait, did return, Icarus die? Sorry, <laughs> I clearly didn't watch this movie. Did Icarus die? <laughs> didn't he fly off? In Icarus the flew into the sun. Oh, but he's coming. Oh, are you kidding me? They're gonna be like, hey, he survived that because he's a. Yeah, he's. If he flew into the sun, they're definitely gonna bring him back. Do you think so? I think he's dead. Bro, they brought back. Phil Coulson was stabbed in the heart, <laughs> and he was brought back for like eight <laughs> seasons of television. I'm sure they can bring back Richard Madden. Well, they 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 could, but. He's not nearly as famous or as fan requested as Phil Coulson. <laughs> That's a very good point. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I didn't really like Eternals one. I thought it was very fine. No, it was whatever. Um, it apart from maybe one of the Thor movies and an Incredible Hulk, I'd say it's the worst Marvel movie. Yeah, that's not unfair. There's also Captain Marvel. So yeah. Uh, anyway, Eternals. It is what it is. Um, and now it is. <laughs> sorry, that's a sharp turn. Now it is time for <laughs> the dumb news. Well, we actually have two Tom Knooseries here. Um, Ooh. Let's see. Okay, I, I don't know if I can read these headline or these articles. There are two articles here about Tom Cruise and Christopher McQuarrie from Empire, where Christopher McQuarrie is the director of, I believe, Top. Um, no, he's not the director of Top Gun Two, but he produced it or something and he's directed i think the last two mission impossibles um Mm -hmm. so they're like big time collabors the first headline says tom cruise and christopher mcquarrie planning quote-unquote gnarlier collaboration after mission impossible 8 (laughs) i don't know what that entails but it sounds sexual oh goodness it sounds like an xxx kind of thing (laughs) um and then the second headline, which I don't know if it's linked to it, but it says, Tom Cruise and Christopher McQuarrie want to make a movie musical and more. So just a lot of McQuarrie Cruise plans. Um, I mean, I will I will say, I I love the sound of this, and I can also say that Cruise knows how to sing. So a musical might not be a bad shout. He does. Wasn't he in that movie, Rock of Ages? I think... I ask, I see it in the article here, but... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like he... He sings uh, Pour Some Sugar on Me in that in a very sensual, Ooh. steamy, shirtless spray scene. A cool cucumber? <laughs> hubba hubba, daddy and trubba. <laughs> Remember when I said this podcast was getting kind of homoerotic? Just 
not a bad thing. It's just a, you know, just putting it out there. It's just saying. It's happening. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I'm sure Tom Cruise can dance. He can fucking run off buildings or whatever. So like, I'm sure he can figure out how to like tap dance. Um. Also, I'm sorry. It says here they want to. I don't know if this is like joke. They want to make something around Tropic Thunder character Les Grossman. They want to make a Les Grossman film. Interesting. I don't know if this is a joke. Um, plans for Grossman are much more nebulous, and there's no news as to whether he'll get his own movie or he'll show up in one of the others. So what the fuck? <laughs> I guess that's also his dancing. I mean, um, I, mean I, 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 a less Grossman movie. Whilst it sounds like a fantastic idea, but also in what? Practice, I don't know. <laughs> a sequel spinoff? What? Fifteen years later? Yeah. <laughs> Very strange. I guess that is now that Cruz is done with his big project of Mission Impossible. He's just like <laughs> just tired go for it. looking for stuff to do. I guess. Well, he also wants to make that movie in space. Um, yeah, I don't know. Weird stuff. Anyway, we're going to move on to the Very announcements strange. and such. <laughs> um, first, we're going to start off with some comments. And guess what? These are some up-to-date announcements because we're recording for this week. It is Wednesday. Very Ooh. actually up-to-date pod. Let's go. Um, God damn. So, ZJ says, after a weeks after weeks of pre-recorded pods, it's nice to have a not pre-recorded pod. Thank you, ZJ, and I, I'm Very glad true. you enjoyed. And we're back with another one. Let's go. Uh, See, I told you says, hashtag release the It Chapter 2 vid, which is still in the vault. <laughs> that's um, the, that's, yeah, that's the... <laughs> God, I... Do you remember what, what's said in it? Or is it just like a... Is it just not our finest day? I'm gonna be perfectly honest. I didn't. I think we didn't put it out, or I didn't put it out, because it just wasn't that good. <laughs> like, there's this like hashtag <laughs> release it thing, but like, genuinely, if I did, I think you'd just be like, oh, this wasn't really worth. This wasn't that funny of a video. <laughs> this is not worth that. <laughs> just kind of like, av- I mean, I don't think it's bad. I just think it's average from memory. Uh, movie guy replies, bring back pre-puberty BHL and F and Freddy. I just like to say for the record. I think we'd gone through most of puberty by the time we started this. Or some of it, at least. I mean, if it's three years old, I think at 17, <laughs> hopefully we're <laughs> we pretty. a little lower octaved in our voices. Um, but ZJ also says, the gray man is low-key mid, no cap. How dare you? Um, for many reasons. <laughs> <laughs> low-key mid, no cap. Um, Deadshot Daiquiri says, I like the that there's a variety and over... I- and Jesus, I like that there's variety and the overall idea of more shows characters, but I think the fact that we are getting an Agatha show really goes to show how overcrowded the superhero genre is getting. Wouldn't be a big deal if they didn't play it as safe as possible 90% of the time. I pretty much exactly agree with this. Yeah, that's yeah, uh, very, very much my thoughts. Josie says, yeah, I've take, made- take some risks because if you're doing so much shit, like if we get a, I'd rather have a lot of stinkers with a few good hits than a sea of mids, you know? That's beautiful. That's 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 poetry. <laughs> that's, I, but that's I, I do poetic. I do kind of agree. Like I do still like the Marvel stuff and I'm not completely like off the train or anything, but I am making a video about the DC movies and how they just do like they just do really random shit. Like they have like eight different universes going at once, but it kind of I kind of almost like that because like it makes some really interesting stuff like the Batman and Joker, even though it's just like all chaotic. I don't know, something to Mm-hmm. Something to think about. Josie says, I've made Freddy and possibly BHL piss themselves for two funny stuff I made. I feel accomplished. Also, that Star Wars hate video God. you made, uh, uh, the Star Wars hate video on your video genuinely pissed me off, but I guess it isn't a big deal. Well, we'll get to the the memes, <laughs> which are tremendous. Um, 
Mm-hmm. And yeah, you know, the hate video, it is what it is. Still haven't watched it. Probably never will. Daniel says, I, really... I watched I watched a little bit of it. Oh, how was it? Was it, uh, did it make some valid points? Um, I mean, I've watched five minutes of it. I mean, I thought he was going to be talking, like, to the camera, but he, he was, it was, like, mainly, like, gameplay and stuff like that, I, th- I think, uh, from what I saw. See? And his, like, voice dubbing over it. It's kind of, like, I don't know, it just seemed like a, a little angry man getting his opinion out. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, if I am going to watch an hour-long Star Wars rant, which I'm already not going to do, at least put not gameplay over it, you know what I mean? Yeah. We say as we talk over a blank image, um, but this is a podcast, so <laughs> how I have that. Daniel says, another really great and enjoyable episode. Keep up the great work. P.S. I seen the hate video, and it's basically just him proving your point for about an hour. Not worth the watch. Another P.S. Hashtag release the It Chapter 2 vid. <laughs> um, thank you. Thank well, you, I, Daniel. I will say, I, I, looked, I looked at the comments at the, at the hate vid, right? And basically, any comment that he that agrees with him, he gave it, like, a like and, like, pinned. Mm. And then all the other ones, he, like, gets genuinely into the most heated debates with. It's, like... <laughs> I, it was, like, a common chain of, like, 12 different replies of the guy <laughs> just going back and forth, like, well, fuck me, then! And just, like, Jesus, <laughs> why, are you, why are you so angry? <laughs> I just... I, I personally... And, again, when someone who does a podcast says this, you know something's gone wrong, I don't understand where you have the time to do that. You know what I mean? Or the want. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it seems like a waste of time. Anson says, being told to fuck off made me laugh harder than anything else as in a long time. Genuinely, thank you. you. You got it. No problem. You got it. He also says, at first, I was surprised to hear that you got a hate video, but upon learning it centered around your Star Wars video, it became the least surprising thing possible. I've experienced firsthand how legitimately awful that fan base can be. Kind of sucks being a Star Wars fan sometimes. Um, I've hit the big leagues. I'm getting Star Wars hate. Let's go. Is an amazing quote, by the way. Yeah, it's, I don't know. The whole, a lot of movie franchise fan bases can be very, that's why I don't really like engage in comments anymore, like look at, I don't know, various posts like that, because I'm just like, I don't, it's just, it's just exhausting, just, you know, enjoy stuff or Mm. don't, but don't be, don't be an asshole. It's the same thing with Marvel sometimes, and like, other things. Um, Josie says, I can't even call myself a Star Wars fan because uh, they're just so toxic. Yeah. Movie Guy says, no, this podcast is not boring. It's the best shit on the internet. Thank you, Movie Guy. My guy. My Movie Guy. My movie guy. Um, Haran Borgers says that hate video might be the worst and funniest vid I've seen I've ever seen, and I hope you talk about it. Maybe make a ten-hour episode where you hate on all his videos. <laughs> that is not a bad shout. <laughs> episode two hundred. Like, have, have you have you have you seen those memes where it's like stay toxic kinks? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just just absolutely feed the cycle of toxicity. Um, gonna get like a. 10-day video towards the end of it. <laughs> uh, Cal W says, BHL hating on not only Encanto, but then Loki episode 6 makes me cry. I'm sorry, Cal. It is what it is. And Connor Beer says, petition <laughs> for BHL and Freddy to release the It Chapter 2 video. God damn it. We kind of, I kind of have to now. God, almost. we've really, we've really done something terrible here because it is just not, it's, that is, uh, according to you, it is just the definition of mid. It's just a mid video, <laughs> so I like, think. I think that's the only reason It's a lose-lose, because either we get hate for not releasing it, or we release it, and then just get shot on. <laughs> for the aggressive midness of it. So, you know what, maybe I'll put, maybe we'll throw that in episode 150, why not? Alright, good stuff there. Also, yeah, I like how I, someone said I made them cry, and I say, it is what it is. Um, <laughs> it's what now let's move on to the <laughs> fan page. Which the game's the game. <laughs> the fan page posted two videos, which were in fact 
I believe, made by Josie. Um, or, I think yes. so. And so the first one, I mean, uh, you know what? I won't even explain them. I'll just throw them in here. If you're listening on audio, I guess you can't see them, but go on the YouTube and you'll see them. So I'll throw in the two videos. First one is this. And then the second one in response to a comment, I believe, is this. And they are two of the funniest things I've ever seen God. on the fan page. You I sent it to me. Genuinely, I was, sitting in the, I was sitting in the train on the way home when I saw the first one. And I genuinely, and I'm so ashamed to say this, but my comment does not falter because I did, I did pee myself just a tiny bit. <laughs> it was very good. It just caught me so off guard because I had an open Instagram and I just see you sent me something. And I just that video and then so yeah you did comment no joke even though i wish it was that made me piss myself and then um and then the second follow-up video is arguably far greater it's so good god it got me so good i i just laughed and i loved it so much like it was it's so funny but it's also it's just like weirdly so wholesome that someone just could make something like this that's exactly our humor <laughs> And it's just like La La Land the and like, <laughs> the Joker <laughs> dance. <laughs> I, I think it was the the main thing that made me laugh there was Peacemaker intro. Just <laughs> <laughs> and then it just says you're next <laughs> over a picture of me. Yeah, just so, ominous music over your face. I hate to. Also, I think um, he wrote. He was like, "Did I make you piss yourself as well?" And I was like. Not quite, but it, you might as well have, because, yeah, I, I have, hate to say it, I've not pissed myself yet. But these were two of, yeah, the funniest videos I've seen in a long time. Um, I think I said comment to him, video, whatever, yeah. Two of the funniest, um, yeah. <laughs> I didn't even watch it. I'm like, yeah, it was a great uh, blog post you made, bro. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, that Vimeo uh, post was great. <laughs> but no, yeah, so um, check out the fan page linked down below, and thank you, Josie, for those hilarious videos. Um... And let's see, is there anything else? Um, ah, we can save them for announcements another time. We can, or, oh yeah, yeah, we kind of have to. Oh yeah, we definitely have to, sorry. Um, so, <laughs> oh, oh shit, <laughs> I just realized the time. Thank you so much for watching this up-to-date news and mini-reviews pod. I hope you enjoyed. If you did, drop a like, subscribe, hit the bell button, leave a comment down below what you thought of everything we talked about in this episode. If you're listening on YouTube or also on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, leave a five-star rating, a nice review. Tell your friends, tell your mom, tell your dad, tell the world. Um, you can find me on YouTube. World. BHL Hudson, Instagram, Twitter, BHL underscore Hudson, TikTok, BHL Hudson, Letterboxd, Real BHL Hudson. You can email the pod at bhlhudsonvids at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter at... Uh at, uh, at FTK <laughs> underscore Dolph Sniper. You can find me on Instagram at Fidalgard. You can find me on Letterboxd at FTK underscore Thwilms. And you can find me on YouTube at FTK Space Gaming. Thank you very much for listening. And we will see you next time.